Hi, everybody. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 94. It's now been 45 weeks, four days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And today's show is all about being brave and having fun. It's easy to get bogged down in our troubles or what we screw up for ourselves. But how about us going out on a limb for fun? So after we listen to our inspirational snippet of Josh Woodward's I'm Letting Go, I'll tell you what I need to let go of in order to have more fun in my life. Then after a few brief fun announcements and thank yous, I'll debut just a snippet of the Brave Companion song that Fiona is writing for us. It's great. And Mark volunteered to help me give you all an idea of what Fiona and I have in mind for you when it comes to the Brave Companion song and how you can participate. The opposite of fun was my latest blog post all about how I'm combating triggers for feeling fat and how I stood up for myself at the doctors. But what was fun was all the support I got from the BCs on that post. We'll have some comment conversations, including moi, Cassie, who goes on the bravery report again for her response to the blog post, Donnie, Sue from the UK, and Stephanie from Quebec. We'll also have some comments about the song Brave and Free Fiona shared with us last show. Then a fun first for me. I was contacted by Dr. Marcia Sirota, a Toronto-based psychiatrist and author, to review her latest book, Loving Heart, Quiet Mind, Healthy Body. I'll also play for you my latest adventure in nerdy character voice acting with my scene partner, Michael. And we'll finish up the day with the fun Stephanie from Quebec's been having with her account on Instagram. So stay tuned, brave companions, and find out what I'll be letting go of today. But I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a silent wind that never Josh, it's always so great to hear you tell me that I need to let go. Well, you're not really telling me I need to let go. That's what I tell myself every time I listen to you, that I need to let go. And what I really need to let go of, I discovered this week, was fear. F-E-A-R. Now, I know I've given up fear before, but I mean the true fear that is all in your head. What I'd call head fear. Right now, if you were walking a real tightrope between buildings, you better have fear, right? You have to have respect and fear because that would take a lot of practice, a lot of skill, and a little bit of luck to be going on a tightrope between buildings. Or if you're rock climbing in an area that's dangerous, you need to have a little healthy fear about that in order to be careful. But I have what I might term unhealthy fear right? Unhealthy. And that is that myself tells me I need to be afraid of anything and everything. A good example of that is in the opening, I told you guys that I was all scared about going to the doctor because I knew I would have to get on the scale. Well, some people just tell their doctor, I'm not getting weighed, period. But I take medication that my doctor needs to adjust. 
according to what I weigh, right? Now, probably I don't weigh too much differently than I did last year, but honestly, I don't remember what I weighed last year and my weight can fluctuate so much under my normal eating patterns that I don't know if I was really on the high side of weight or on the low side of weight, because as a general rule, before I have to go for my checkups, I will diet like a fiend for about a month prior, really eat low and make sure that I eat very low, what I want to call it, volume things a day or two before to make sure I have the least amount of food in my system and wear super light clothing and do all kinds of tricks to try to make that doctor's weight just the least possible. And I will make myself crazy. Another thing that I would do, and I wrote about this in the blog post, is I would say to the nurse that I am like five or 10 pounds more than I knew that I weighed. So if I got on the scale and it said I weighed 220 pounds, I would tell the nurse, oh, I weigh somewhere like 228 or 230. So that when she moved the bar on the scale, she'd say, oh, no, Lori, you don't. You really only weigh 220. And I'd go, oh, wow, that's cool. I weigh less than I thought. All right, that way I would take the focus away from, oh my God, you weigh over 200 pounds to, no, Lori, you only weigh 220. You get me? But these were all head games, right? Head games. Because no matter what I told the nurse or I didn't tell the nurse, I would still weigh the same. No matter what I did. In the selfies, no matter how I turn or how I suck in my tummy or stick my chin up so you don't see my double chin, I still weigh the same. And if you came across me here on the podcast rock, like right now today I'm podcasting at my normal park and it's a little after four, so I'm podcasting in a rush trying to get the show in the can before the sun goes down here in the in the back park on the rocks in, under the tree. And now I lost my train of thought. Oh yes. If you happen to walk by and you caught sight of me, you would see what I look like. Okay, I can take all the careful selfies I want I can fix it with shading or lighting or do whatever I want, but I weigh what I weigh. I'm as big as I am. My body is what it is, and some angles are more flattering than others, but I am what I am. And somehow, I always have this fear that I need to present myself better than I am, right? That what I am is not good. I've demonstrated that with my paralyzing fear of character voices in my voice acting class. Because I had a couple of bad goes at trying to do a voice other than my own, I absolutely get into my own head and freak myself out. And what does fear do? It constricts your breathing, it constricts your vocal cords, it constricts you, which is the opposite of what you need to do in order to move the breath into the different parts of your head and your physique to create a consistent different character. So it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? How many times do I not go up and introduce myself because I tell myself, oh, this person is more important than I am. They don't want to be bothered with me. How many times do I not send an email introduction to someone about myself because I think, oh, they'll just see me as, you know, some wannabe person and why should I bother them? You know, how many people have I not sent a tweet, uh, have not sent a tweet to on Twitter because I don't want to be just another fanboy or fangirl? Okay, that's just nonsense. One of my favorite moments was I, when I actually sent a tweet to my favorite singer, Bo Bice, who was on season four of the American American Idol. And he came in second to Carrie Underwood. But I don't care how successful Carrie Underwood is, I love Bo Bice more. And one day Mark and I went bike riding and I was listening 
to Bo Bice's album on my headphones because we were on a protected bike path away from the traffic. And I sent him a tweet that just said, hey, Bo, thanks for your music. I had fun on the bike path listening to it. And he tweeted me back. Okay, in a million years, I never thought that for even half a second would Bo Bice, my favorite singer, and I be in the same thought or moment in time. But there was one moment on this earth when Bo Bice read what I had to say, thought of me, if nothing more than as a fan or a tweet he enjoyed, and he answered me. Are we best friends? No. Would he know who I am if I ran into him? No. But for that one moment in time, he was aware of my existence. He was aware of me as a person who appreciated his work. And typically, I would go talk myself out of doing any such thing. In fact, up till now, I probably would talk myself out of doing many, many things because I have this paralyzing, unhealthy fear. And it isn't like fear of man-eating tigers that are approaching me. It's not like fear of the height as I'm rock climbing. It's not a healthy fear of watching out that the cars aren't opening their doors up when you are riding along you know, where cars are parked. Those are all fears that give you an alertness that help keep you safer. Now, as we can see, things just happen in life, no matter how alert and safe you are. But that's what I would call the healthy fear. Unhealthy fear is where your body and your mind keeps you on alert at all times to stop you from even trying anything, even trying anything that might be fun for you, right? So have any of you BCs ever considered, well, I'd kind of like to be on the show and have my voice on the show, but I'm scared of having my voice on the show. I'm scared to even call the bravery hotline or call SpeakPipe and read a joke that I read on the internet let alone being super brave like Fiona and playing a song that you wrote or being brave like Cheryl and sending me something to read on the show that she wrote. You know, putting your voice on Compulsive Overeating Diary for all the brave companions to hear is an act of bravery. But I have to tell you that we are such a soft and easy, safe bunch of people it is probably a great spot for you to practice being brave too. Maybe you're like me and you wish that you could have gone to a chorus and sang in front of people. Or maybe you wish you could try out for a play. Or you'd like to take your artwork to be shown in a restaurant. Like sometimes restaurants will show an artist's work for a few weeks and you can put a price on that. Or maybe you want to go volunteer to read books to kids at your local library. Whatever it is that you kind of want to do but you've talked yourself out of because you have fear of rejection, fear you're not good enough, I have, since I started the show, let's see. Well, one, I told you guys all the truth about how pathetic I was in episode four and how I felt that nobody would ever comment. And look at us now. You guys support me. You comment. You support each other. That fear turned out to not be true. I had fear of singing. I took a risk and I sang for you guys a song that I wrote when I was eight years old. 
I got support from Fiona, from Sue from the UK, from Sandy, from others who said, you know, you don't sing that badly. I think you could learn to sing. And I went to singing lessons and now I can sing in public. If I would, not like, you know, American Idol public, but like if we were in church together or in a sing-along or on someone's birthday or the Star Spangled Banner, I am no longer scared to sing in public. And that's wonderful. 55 years I was scared of singing, now I'm not. But that first singing lesson terrified me, terrified me. I'm still mightily afraid of my voice acting lessons because I'm still a beginner and it's hard for me. Voice acting is hard. There is a lot more technique and control and a lot more to the acting side of it than might be apparent as you're listening on the radio to annoying commercials. But there was some voice actor there who worked very hard in order to make that commercial or to do that audio narration. That's when you go to a museum and you push the button about it. What is this exhibit about? Even those annoying phone tree things have voice actors who have voiced all of those bits of the menu and all of it takes a lot more skill and trouble than you would think. And I'm still a beginner. I just finished my intermediate class and I'm going to repeat my intermediate class because I need more practice before I move on to an advanced class. That's the way it is. So I have two choices there, Brave Companions. I can let the fear absolutely paralyze me I can say, you know, I'm not as good as most of the people in my intermediate class. I suck at character voice. It's harder for me than for these youngsters. It's harder for me than the experienced working actors who are just adding voice acting to their repertoire. Yes, I have been acting for over 30 years. Yes, I have things with my mouth that make it more difficult for me to speak. I have some brain issues that kind of make it harder for me to think on my feet to do an interpretation of a cold read. But none of that matters because I like to do it. I see that I can do it. I just need to work at it a little bit more. So I've learned that even though I still feel all these paralyzing sense of doubt, I still feel this unhealthy fear that wants me to stop trying things, to keep me safe from rejection, to keep me safe from exposing that I'm not, quote, perfect, unquote. But when I keep myself safe in a cocoon, away from everything, away from all harm, I'm keeping myself off the mountain, off the ledge, out of the sound booth, and keeping myself out of my own life. And I'm not gonna let fear do that. And I don't want you to let fear do that to you, brave companions. So whether it's calling the bravery hotline or telling someone how you feel about them or standing up for yourself, I wanna encourage you to breathe, take a moment and give up some unhealthy fear today. Now that we've let go of unhealthy fear and unrealistic fear, maybe you have a fear that it's time for announcements and thank yous. Well, it's not unhealthy, but it's true. It's time for announcements and thank yous, but it shouldn't be too bad. First step for announcements and thank yous is a huge smoocheroo for my latest generous coffee clatcher. 
This person bought me a new record in cups of coffee at one time. So many, I had to actually email this person to see if it was a mistake. He or she told me it was on purpose and a Christmas gift to thank me for the show. So smooch for you, mysterious coffee clatcher, and to all of the BCUs who support me with large or small cups of coffee. It touches my heart and really helps me keep the show on the road. Also, Amazon shoppers are still making huge inroads into the holiday shopping, especially UBCs in the UK. I see a huge uptick there recently. Thank you so much. Thanks, too, to those of you who have been rating Compulsive Overeating Diary. If you like the show and you wanted to give me a holiday gift this year, please rate and or review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to the show. If that place allows reviews and ratings, please take a moment and rate or review the show. It makes such a difference to the show being found by new BCs, and it also makes a huge difference to whether or not I'm asked to speak, guest blog, review a book, etc. More ratings for the show means I have more of a voice representing you. So if you love Compulsive Overeating Diary, please help me spread the word. Sharing my posts on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, etc. all also really help get the word out too. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. And as always, I only ask if you really like the show. I have no interest in manipulating or guilting you into anything. Really, I don't. I'm just letting you know what I need for the show to keep growing as it has, and I appreciate every effort that you have been making. And before we leave thank yous for announcements, a special thank you to Stephanie from Quebec for giving Donnie feedback on the Advice Wanted page. Remember, if you want feedback or advice about your situation, go ahead and post there too. I'll put a link to Stephanie's advice to Donnie on today's show notes. Announcement, announcement, announcement. Next show will be my holiday special. I just sent out an email to the COD email list about it. If you didn't get that email and would like to be on the email list, you can sign up on compulsiveovereatingdiary.com where it says, quote, join our email list for special topics, unquote. Or go on Facebook and click the button with my cute cat, Tiger, who's in front of the computer and it says, subscribe. Anywho, what I wrote about in that email is that I want you to send me some holiday selfies for the holiday show notes. And I'd also like it if you call the Bravery Hotline or use SpeakPipe to send some holiday greetings that I can put into the show. Your greetings can be for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Winter Solstice, Festivus, anything you celebrate this time of year. There you go. Your fears are over. That's it for thank yous and announcements. shouldn't have said it's the end of thank you and announcements because I have a special thank you and that is to Fiona who's been working with me to create a Brave Companion song and the Brave Companion song that we're trying to write is we're taking themes and ideas of how we help and support each other to celebrate the brave companions that are near to us that are far from us but to say how we all feel close to one another and I asked Fiona if she would put a bridge or part of the music where she's not singing so that you brave companions could send to me via SpeakPipe or via email or call the Bravery Hotline and just say who you are, where you're from, and why you're brave or why you like to be a brave companion and we can edit it into this song. And 
today Mark is going to help me by participating in this with me. Now remember, Fiona and I are still just working on the song, but I'm going to play this snippet with Mark and I in it to show you what we have in mind. So I would love it if you guys would call the Bravery Hotline or call SpeakPipe and send me some phrases about who you are, where you're from, and why you're brave so that I can edit it into the song so Fiona and I can continue and create our Brave Companion theme song in its entirety. So please enjoy this snippet of the Brave Companions song. Sing the song of the Brave Companions The ones near and the ones at home You listen to my hopes and fears And let me know I'm not alone Hi, I'm Mark from La Crescenta. I'm brave because I'm married to Lori. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Well, I'm Lori from La Crescenta, and I'm brave because I put up with Mark's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. So, brave companions, call the bravery hotline or use SpeakPipe and be part of the brave companion song that Fiona and I are working on. Be brave, like Mark. <laughs> yes, brave like Mark. <laughs> or like yourself. about Fiana's work and I find this amazing that this is just a little bit of a first take after we've been emailing back a little bit about the themes and she went off and come back with this and again this is just a little snippet I'm not even giving you the whole thing so please be brave help us out and send us your voice to put in the middle of Fiana's brave companion song all right, as I alluded to in the opening and in my letting go segment, I wrote the other day a raw and difficult blog post called, quote, scaling back on feel fat triggers about how I'm battling those all too familiar, I feel fat feelings and how I worked up the courage to tell my doctor I don't want to know my weight right now. Sue, bless her, encouraged me right away. Sue from the UK writes, what an awesome blog telling it how it is, expressing your feelings so eloquently and ending up on a positive note. Hugs. Cassie went again onto the bravery report by writing how it impacted her. Cassie says, today I pre-ordered another diet book from Amazon, but then I thought of you, Lori, and the BCs, and I canceled it before any more damage could be done. I felt you there after my moment of weakness. Thank you. I'll buy myself a delicious bottle of wine or some other indulgence instead. I'm trying to be done depriving myself. I need so much less when nothing is off limits. And I answered Cassie in our comment conversation. Hooray, Cassie! That is really wonderful. I find that when I allow myself to eat what I want, I do eat less. But I will have to say that while I've been legalizing, I go through periods of eating a lot of the previously forbidden foods. So good for you for exploring what works for you today. While I have not lost weight, 
I have gained a lot of my life back. For me, this is worth it, even though I still have some leftover shame feelings as I described in today's blog post. Intuitive eating is not a magic bullet, but it is a great way to find what's inside yourself if that is an issue for you as it is for me. Hugs and hooray again. I know how hard it is not to gravitate to the next great thing for weight loss. XOXOXO. Cassie then wrote back, Lori, XOXOXO right back at you. I am still not comfortable with my weight or size, but I don't know if I'm ready to give up all the things that give me pleasure in life. Good food, good wine, and good company. I find I isolate myself more from social situations when I'm restricting. Or if I do attend an event, I'll eat only safe foods there and then binge later because I feel deprived. Donnie steps in to also encourage Cassie. Cassie, I can relate to you in so many ways. I too could have written what you said. Yay, us being mindful and paying attention and trying to find what works. Stephanie from Quebec also welcomed Cassie as a new BC and told us what she thought of Fiona's song, Brave and Free, from last episode. Hi, Lori and BCs. Welcome to our group, Cassie. It's a beautiful song, Fiona, and you have a beautiful voice, too. Suze also loved the musical direction of the show. I have to say that I have been so uplifted by your podcast, Lori, and I am so delighted and impressed by the wonderful talents and kindness of the BCs. It's just a wonderful thing to come here and be part of this group. I've been so busy lately, I haven't been able to spend as much time here as I've wanted to, but I listen to the podcast during my commute to and from work. It gets my mind going, and right away I think of things I want to write on the blog about, but then I get to work, and I have to work. (laughs) The same thing on the way home but then I have to teach piano or do some other task. But I wanted to say I've been listening and I want to catch up on some of the reading. I get a lot out of the podcast and the contributions of the great Brave Companions. Exciting about writing a song. As much as I've always loved music, I don't think an original song ever rolled around in my mind. I am fascinated and impressed when people can write their very own songs. On to a quick break and back to work. Still meaning to write more and the time keeps slipping away. Well, Suzanne, my dear, I know how busy it can be. Even me, retired with a little podcast that's for quote unquote fun, I'm busy as can be, especially with all this back and forth Mark and I have been doing lately. But you who are working more than one job and still taking the time out to come and comment on the blog, I think that's amazing. It touches my heart in an amazing way. So Brave Companions, if you're like Suzanne, and you're just really busy, and you're thinking, man, I would really like to support somebody who did something on the show. I really have a thought about that, but I'm busy. Just maybe write yourself a sticky note, and when you get around to it, take a moment and support us on the show, and let us know your thoughts and feelings, because we've all been busy. We all understand, but we also love to hear what you have to say. And before we wrap up our comment conversations for today, I want to tell you that Donnie, too, loved Fiona's work. Donnie says, Oh my, the singing! Lovely! I hit rewind and re-listened. Beautiful song! Wowza! Because Donnie loves to listen to the podcast on what she calls her walkabouts. So we are going along with Donnie during her exercise in the morning, and she loved that song so much, she rewound it, and re-listened, and I agree with her, Fiona. 
Brave and Free is a beautiful song. Wowza. I was pleased and surprised when I was contacted by a representative of Dr. Marcia Sirota to review and mention her newest book on compulsive overeating diary. See, brave companions, we are getting noticed in the world. How cool is that? Anyway, Dr. Sirota is a Toronto-based psychiatrist. She's the author of Emotional Overeating as well as the founder and CEO of the Ruthless Compassion Institute. I'll put this info as well as links to her site and book on today's show notes on day 94. Here's a description that they sent along with the galley proof of this wonderful book. It's the first in a new series of self-help books entitled The Short and Sweet Guides to Life. The magic of the first book in the series, Loving Heart, Quiet Mind, Healthy Body, lies in its heartfelt sincerity. Through straightforward affirmations and encouragement, Dr. Sirota shows readers how to lose weight and heal themselves by developing a greater feeling of self-love and appreciation. The intro page reads as follows. And by the way, Brave Companions, all excerpts are read with the permission of Dr. Sirota. When you read this book, think of me as your friend, someone who cares about you and wants you to do well. You can even think of me as the voice of your inner cheerleader, informing and supporting you on this journey toward change. And now this is me again. And that is exactly what this lovely little book is. Constant self-love and support in words and calming photos of flowers. The book outlines six steps of love that can help you, whatever your food plan, to be kind to yourself and to discover what's under your emotional eating. Here's one excerpt I especially loved and wanted to read for you today. Eating does such a good job stuffing down your emotions. It's only by crying that you realize what you've been holding on to. Some of these feelings might surprise you, but don't be afraid. You can handle all of it. Some people find when they're not overeating, the heart opens and feelings rise to the surface. Anxiety, agitation, anger, sadness, hurt. Instead of seeing this as a bad thing, use this opening as an opportunity to face and let go of these feelings. Releasing sadness and anger and letting go of anxiety are all possible. You need to trust yourself and do it in a way that feels safe. Wasn't that great, Brave Companions? I found this so true to me, and I love how Dr. Sirota lays a path out for us as another gentle companion on our journey. Her book is highly recommended by me, and you can find Loving Heart, Quiet Mind, Healthy Body wherever books are sold. And if you'd also like to support the show and you live or shop in the U.S., Canada, or U.K. on Amazon, I have Amazon links to it on today's show notes. Well, BCs, I am so thrilled with my new adventure as a book reviewer. Usually, I rely on Counter the Librarian or UBCs for great book ideas, but I'm so happy that Dr. Sirota thought of me and valued my opinion. It makes me feel good. So if you're looking for a holiday gift for yourself, her book may be just the thing. Good morning, brave companions. You might notice that the sound quality is different in this little section of the show than it was in most of the show. That's because yesterday I ran down to the podcast rock in my local park to record as fast as I could 
because I didn't get out of the house until afternoon and this time of year the sunset comes really fast and where I am in the back of the park on my podcast rock you really can't see so I was just talking with as fast as I could which is actually great practice for my speaking with my voice acting lessons but I realized when I came to make my to put together my edited file this morning that I forgot to do the intro and outro for my voice acting lesson class that I wanted to share with you with my voice partner, Michael. Now, those of you who've been listening for a long time or if you read my latest blog post or one of them called, What Do I Really Want? You know that voice acting I do pretty well except when it comes to character voice. Now, character voice is when the voice actor, moi, has to do some voice other than my regular voice. Now, the regular voice is the one that you guys normally get to hear, right? Now, my voice print is pleasant enough, but I naturally speak with kind of a higher register tone. And a lot of times, that's pretty high. So if I'm trying to be high as a character, it gets really too high. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. Or my accents aren't strong. I've been hurt. I've been told like, well, your accents aren't very good. (laughs) So it's really hard for me to make a decent character voice. And I've had enough experiences that You know, it gives me that awful chill feeling of, oh my God, I am going to get slammed because our wonderful director and teacher, Mark Cashman, does not hold back his feelings with how you are performing when you're on the mic. So let's fast forward to one of the most recent outings that I've had was with my scene partner, Michael, who is very, very good with character voice. He's very good. And we were going to do this bit for Kroger's called You Betcha, and it actually has two parts. One is the straight part, which is traditionally supposed to be a lady. So first take, that's me. The second part is a comedic character part called Bernie, which is supposed to be this guy who's an obnoxious sort of fellow who is trying to get back into the straight girl's good graces by bringing her gifts from Kroger's. You also have to interact with a pre-recorded Kroger's jingle, which has its own little interesting things. So our director heard us practicing, went to Michael, who's a world-class voice guy, and said, Michael, I want you to just nerd it up. Just nerd up that part as much as possible. It'll be really funny. And Michael says, sure. And our director stood by to hear Michael do the nerd and said, oh, this is going to be great. So as he was walking out, I said, do you want me to nerd it up also? Because even though this isn't typical when you get cast in voice acting, in our class, he always makes a switch to do every role in the piece to give us more practice. He kind of did as a throwaway. Sure, why not? Go ahead, nerd it up. And he left the room. So I said, well, okay, Michael, I guess I get to nerd it up when I have to switch. And we were supposed to just, instead of using the name Bernie, which is the name of the character, we were supposed to use our own names. So you're going to hear the first take where Michael does a great job as Bernie, even though we call him Michael (laughs) for the most part. So enjoy my outing as the straight woman to Michael's Nerdy Bernie. Alrighty, we're rolling on Kroger, uh, you betcha, and this is take one. Hello? Laurie? Yes? It's Mike. Can I come over? 
After what happened last time? I didn't mean to sit on your dog. Forget it. I got you some Valentine's Day gifts from Kroger. Valentine's gifts from Kroger? You betcha. Did you get me beautiful flowers? You betcha. Did you get me yummy chocolates? You betcha. Did you get me lovely perfume? You betcha. Did you get me oodles of Valentine's Day cards? You betcha. Oh, Michael, you must have spent a fortune on all those Valentine's Day presents for me. Not really. I saved a bundle using my Kroger Plus card. Aww. So can I come over? As long as you remember to bring my Valentine's Day gifts from Kroger. You betcha. Okay, just one more thing, Bernie. Yeah? Can you stop saying you betcha? Okie dokie. And be very careful of the dog. Okie dokie. Let's go hungering the better way. The Valentine's Day way. We were probably Excellent. a hair long because we were at 50, almost 55, but I don't care. That's okay. That's not a problem Given there. that there's a 10 second. I, I would to... just like to know why in the beginning it was Michael and then at the end it was Bernie. I just wasn't exactly <laughs> sure. I just don't know who's buying me gifts. Exactly. Right. You, have, you have so many suitors. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they all hate my dog. Well, you guys did a fabulous, fabulous job on that one. Uh, in this particular case, I asked Michael just to nerd it up, and he sure did. Uh, and, that, and that just really made it. I mean, that really, really, it, it really, really uh, made it fun. And uh, it was a great counterpoint to Lori, and, and, uh, and he had a great time on this one. Again, your timing was great. Um, and practicing with that jingle, again, it, that happens. So, um uh, but excellent. You Again, a good, really solid uh, take on that one. Uh, both of you. Uh, you had fun with that spot a lot. Let's flip rolls. Well, there you go. Didn't Michael do a great job? And I think I did too, except for that little snafu where I forgot that I was supposed to say Michael and called him Bernie. But overall, the reason why the director wasn't upset over that kind of a problem is that that's an easy what they call pickup line they just would have redone that line and then cut it together and we would have had a good take what the director normally is more concerned with is our timing how cleanly are we picking up lines with each other do you hear our breath sounds does it make sense does it sound like we're listening to each other little tiny mistakes in what you say it's not a big deal it's not as big a deal and in fact in this next take, you're going to hear Michael say pick up, where he flubs a line a little bit and he continues on with the piece in the same timing. And that's also typically done. And Michael, I'm sorry I left this mistake in there. I was going to take it out, but I thought it would be interesting for the listeners to hear how we say pick up when we intend to continue on and redo from our mistake. And also, Brave Companions, this is the one where we switch. Michael is the straight guy, so now he's the one that me, as the comedic Bernie slash Lori, is trying to come over after bringing gifts from Kroger. And this is the first time that my director hears me, Lori, nerding up a character. Stand by. And this is New Crew, take one. Hello? Michael? Yes? It's Lori. Can I come over? After what happened last time? I didn't mean to sit on your dog. Forget it. I got you some Valentine's Day gifts from Kroger. Valentine's gifts from Kroger? You betcha. Did you get me beautiful flowers? You betcha. Did you get me yummy chocolates? You betcha. Did you get me lovely perfume? You 
betcha. Did you get me oodles of Valentine's Day cards? You betcha. Oh, Lori, you must have spent a fortune on all those Valentine's Day presents for me. Not really. I saved a bundle using my Kroger Plus card. Aww. So can I come over? As long as you remember to bring my Valentine's Pick up. As long as you remember to bring my Valentine's Day gifts from Kroger. You betcha. Okay, just one more thing, Lori. Yeah? Can you stop saying you betcha? Okie dokie. And be very careful of the dog. Okie dokie. Let's go Kroger-ing the better way. The Valentine's Day way. Well, uh, we thought that Michael's nerdy guy was bet was funny, but not until we heard Lori's nerdy woman. Because that totally trumped, I'm sorry, that was just the nerdiest woman ever. Mel was falling down, uh, just listening to every time you said you betcha. Uh, what, what, what really made it funny, Lori, was that just you kept on saying it exactly the same way every single time, which was wonderful. That was just wonderful. And again, a great counterpoint to Michael, who was just trying to keep it together and not laugh which was just terrific. You guys did great, and Lori, that's the best, that's the funniest I've ever heard you. Come on in. Nice. So there you have it, Brave Companions. Yay! I actually did a successful character voice, and it was all kind of by accident, but I did it, and I'm really happy. Now, if you recall, last time I played for you one where I had a stuffed-up nose, <laughs> and this time I was this nerdy voice, which is also kind of something that you do in the middle of your nose, right? So I guess my character forte is being a whiny, nerdy person. Oh no, I guess my plans of being, you know, known as the southern sex pot or some kind of cool animated character are flying out the window. But, you know, you work with what you've got, and I have to say, voice acting, while one of the most challenging things I've ever done, is definitely one of the most fun. Now, I've told you, brave companions, over and over and over and over that all paths are not the same. We are not the same, but we can love each other, support each other, and have a whole bunch of fun together. And proof of point is Stephanie from Quebec is making a huge fun splash on Instagram. That's right. She is really doing some wonderful work with all of her posts, motivating herself and others to lose weight and to try to incorporate some of the principles of intuitive eating along the way. And I mean, her posts are just plain fun. And her handle on Instagram is weight loss, all one word, W-E-I-G-H-T-L-O-S-S underscore Steph, S-T-E-F. And I will post the web address directly to her profile page so you can follow her. And I'm telling you, Brave Companions, go right now, <laughs> right now, go to the show notes and click on this link and follow Stephanie from Quebec on Instagram because it's wonderful. And she's having so much fun that I asked her if she would mind, if she wouldn't mind sharing with us in her own words why she started Instagram and what she's doing there. So Stephanie, take it away. Bonjour Laurie, bonjour les braves compagnons, this is Stephanie from Quebec. 
So to Lori's uh, request, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my Instagram page. Um, basically, I've been looking for a while for something to document my own uh, journey. I'm, I'm on a journey of weight loss. And I was, you know, looking a little bit like you are, Lori, a place for, for me to think out loud and uh, for me to um, talk about what I'm, you know, living during my journey. So Instagram is really a great place for that because it's it's a micro blog so basically you do one picture plus a couple of words around that picture so i really like the the, the way that uh, the, you know the way it's made out because it's really very simple and it doesn't involve too much you know it's not time consuming and uh so basically what i do i post three to four times a day um I like to do funny stuff, you know, because, I, you know, a weight loss journey is, is hard enough already. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, you know, take the drama out of the situation and, and, and talk about the funny stuff around weight loss. So that's one thing I do. So I do a lot of videos, uh, a lot of crazy, spontaneous little videos around weight loss. Um, and I also do... Um, uh, you know, inspired by Lori's um, body balance thing, I also give myself a note on 25 and, uh, I, you know, I discuss my day. So those are basically the two things that I'm doing, although I'm I'm still learning to find my my identity because I'm brand new on Instagram. But uh, I'd say I post three to four, four times a day. And what I really like about that is that you know, three to four times a day, I, um, you know, I bring my day to focus, my journey to focus. And I have to be very mindful and say, what do I have to say about my journey today right now? So, um, you know, it makes me really mindful. So that that's how it's helping me. Um, I need to think, I need to gather my thoughts around, you know, my weight loss journey. And, and I, it's really the part that I, I like, like about it. The other thing is document my journey so I you know I want to follow my thread and see uh, how how I'm doing um, the other thing I love about this is that I also follow a lot of people and I follow a weight loss community but there's all kinds of communities around you know there's people around lifestyle changes motivation um, fitness um, there's people around self-acceptance uh, intuitive eating food lovers there's i mean there's really a lot of, of of choice of people that you can follow and obviously you want to support some people you want to be inspired and motivated by some people and people do the same thing for, for you so you know i'm i'm been having some success and i'm really enjoying this and i'm having fun with this so if you want to come and follow me it would be really nice and uh maybe you want to start a thing of your own and we can you know uh, reunite on Instagram. Take care. Oh, Stephanie, I think it's marvelous what you're doing on Instagram, and I think it's marvelous what you do here with us on Compulsive Overeating Diary. I just love you, and I thank you so much for being brave and stepping out of your comfort zone, and I wish you all the success, and I'm telling you, when I go on Instagram, I just kind of post now and again and what I'm doing. If I remember, I put a photo up there. But Stephanie takes Instagram to a new fun art. And if you're looking for some motivation, I'm telling you again, follow Stephanie from Quebec at weightloss underscore Steph.
Okay, brave companions, how did you like today's show? All about fun and bravery and giving up fear. So do something brave. Have a great time. Don't forget to send me your holiday selfies and to call the Bravery Hotline or use SpeakPipe and send a holiday greeting for the next show. And until then, have a great day. Take care because I really, really care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. Bye.